This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 463 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Equestrian Collections. EquestrianCollections.com is your one-stop shop for all things equestrian. No matter whether you ride English, Western, or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has what you need to enjoy your horse time to its fullest. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today, Shauna Koresh on learning processes. Shauna Koresh may be known by many of us as the clicker training lady, but she's really the take it out of the textbook and put it into the barn lady. Shauna uses scientifically proven training and teaching methods, removes the science weenie language, and gives horse folks like us amazing tools with which to improve our horse's behavior and performance. Her reward reinforcement training systems dramatically increase the training process for any breed or discipline by unlocking the horse's natural desire to perform and please. What results is an incredible bond between human and horse, a partnership based on success. And if that wasn't enough, she's one of the nicest people on the planet to boot. Shauna will be joining us in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor, Equestrian Collections. When you need to resupply, replace, update, or invest in the stuff that makes your horse life possible, stop by EquestrianCollections.com first. Do you need to replace those nasty barn boots? Equestrian Collections has dozens to choose from. Are you searching desperately for custom matchy-matchy saddle pads for the local riding club horse show? Equestrian Collections can set you up. Craving real, honest-to-goodness, nice folks to answer your questions? Well... All this and more can be found at equestriancollections.com. So stop by today and treat yourself to a truly fantastic shopping experience. Equestriancollections.com. Now, enjoy today's tip. Well, hi, Shauna, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, nice to be here, Glenn. You know, uh, you have a website and you do a number of different things. And, of course, you're, you're all into social media now, too. Um, and on your website, we're going to have to talk about sometime, you have a blog, and you've been blogging regularly, and one of the things I saw on there was frozen carrot stew. We are going to have <laughs> to talk about frozen carrot stew sometime because, you know, I'm a guy, I'm all about the food, and, and the horses are too. See, that's where, what we have in common. So we're going we're gonna to I don't know, frozen carrot stew doesn't sound really yummy to me, but it might be something that's yummy to my horse. So we'll have to talk about that sometime too. Okay, that sounds perfect. All right, good. So how are we going to help people today? Well, today it's kind of a behavior tip because, I mean, the bottom line is I, I study behavior. And so it's, it's something for people to recognize in their horses and hopefully be able to change or modify or ch- see the behaviors changing. And basically, it, this is just a little bit of a textbook lesson for a moment, but horses, we all actually, not just horses, <laughs> we're all learning through something called operant conditioning. And it means we're learning to operate on our environment, to get what we want, avoid what we don't want. Those are all big terms, but basically it means that if anything happens, it's happening for a reason. And I bring this up because I, as a horse trainer, I, if I see any behavior that my horse does increasing in frequency, 
it means something in the environment is serving to reinforce it. It's either they're getting something they want or they're avoiding something that they don't want. So as you see something starting to become a habit or increasing in your horse's environment, and sometimes it's stuff like pawing, and, and so then we go over, and as by and large we have a tendency to go over and fuss at them, you know, about their pawing, and you'll notice that the, the pawing tends to get worse, not go away because they're getting some sort of attention out of it. You know, even if it is that they're getting chided or, you know, corrected, but a lot of times you'll see it increase because they do, they're not standing alone in the cross ties. Somebody's over there fussing at them. So I think that's a really good example. So what you try, but it happens all over the place, you know, with bucking or, or refusing to go in, to be caught in the paddock or refusing to go in the trailer. But so if you see anything like that increase in frequency, realize that they are, they're getting something out of it or avoiding something they don't want to do. And then if we utilize something, if we utilize positive reinforcement, we can actually rebalance those scales that are starting to get more weight on the side of the thing we don't want to see. We can actually, by utilizing positive reinforcement for a correct behavior, we can get them doing something we do like to see. So, like, let's say the horse who won't be um, caught in the paddock, you know, out in the pasture, he is... Um, he, you know, um, and that's not brain surgery. He doesn't want to come in and go to work when he's out there eating with his friends. You know, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing is to bring him in away from his friends to come in and, and to be ridden. And so by going out there and utilizing something that's good for them or something that they, they put a value on, not that we do. You can just go out and teach them to do something like lift their legs or um, touch the target. And you create an opportunity that has positive reinforcement in it, an opportunity you like, and then you can walk away and and just leave them out there so they start to learn that it was a it's a good thing you know what i mean so then it makes it easier to catch them easier to want to come in so you're giving them something constructive to do as opposed to uh doing the incorrect behavior sometimes I went a little that's, off tax sometimes there. <laughs> that's uh, more sometimes that's easier to figure out than other times though um that so, is for sure so how do you figure it out how do you figure well, out what so you're saying that they're, you know, they're doing something because, you know, help me out here. You're, they're, they're doing something. <laughs> I, I lost my train because of thought. Because they're, they're, um, they're trying to either get something they want or avoid right. something they don't want. Right. So like the horse in the cross ties who is pawing. And he's thinking, I don't want to just be standing here alone in the cross ties. I want you to come here. I mean, even if you come over and, and, and this is kind of was an example that was kind of got carried away, but the, the gal who was the groom for this fancy massage horse, she would correct him when he would fall in the cross ties and he was, it was getting worse and he just didn't want to be left alone in the cross ties. So she would come over and then kind of smack him with a riding stick, you know, to correct him. And it was still increasing in frequency. And so her behavior is escalating. His behavior is still escalating. He's, you know, I'm sure he's thinking, ow, 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 but at least you're here. It was better for him to have her with him than standing by, by himself. Now, in our perception, we look at that and go, no, that's, that's a bad thing. You know, what I'm doing is a bad thing. It's a correcting thing. But in his eyes, if the behavior is increasing in frequency, something he, he's getting something out of it, and I think it was his presence. So how we corrected that then is I said, okay, when he paused, ignore him and only go to him when he's standing quietly. So we used something, we, we, we corrected or by utilizing or, or drawing attention to a constructive good behavior, which is standing quietly in the cross ties. 
Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. And so it's not always easy to see, I got to say. And there's and there's a million situations where it, where it goes on. But if you can at least go, okay, behavior's increasing in frequency. Something's going on here. <laughs> that sometimes, or sometimes ask somebody else what it might be. But sometimes you can see what it is. Sometimes we can't, and we just have to rebalance that behavior not really knowing that information but if you see it increasing in frequency it means something is serving to reinforce it it's interesting you you used the term early on uh like to expand upon that a little bit operant condition uh conditioning and by the way mm-hmm. everybody that's spelled o-p-e-r-a-n-t uh, we learned that in i used to teach sales for a lot of years and it, it there was a direct correlation with with some of the things we used to do in sales and if i remember right we always had four contexts of operant condition now we're going to get deep here we had uh, <laughs> positive reinforcement which was what you're talking about you had negative reinforcement which doesn't mean you beat them over the head it basically means you're just taking away as opposed right. to giving something um positive punishment uh, which which also occurred. I'm trying, how to explain positive punishment? Uh, it, it follows a stimulus such as introducing a loud noise or something like that, and then there was negative punishment. So those four things. Now, I'm not. We we are not big proponents of positive or negative punishment, uh, but rather of positive or negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And um, but I remember those. We used to tie those into sales and and the levels of learning in sales as well. So that. That's where I became familiar with operant uh, conditioning. Um, and I, and it's, it's something that we're, we all learn that way, you know, and we're utilizing it every day. Our horses are utilizing it every day. So the more we can kind of become aware of these principles, and by the way, they're proven principles that we're talking right. about. You know, yep. these aren't yep. theories. And, and so the more we become aware of it, the better we can become as trainers and, and recognizing what we're applying and what we choose to apply. And I find that, you know, some horses, because traditional horse training falls into the, the negative reinforcement category, meaning we remove something that, that reinforces the horse. And people get a real bad idea about that, but it is not punishment. And I use it all the time. It's a great, great learning tool. But it is, um, but again, I focus on the positive reinforcement because that's what we did at SeaWorld. But it's kind of trying to find the balance. You know, all the horses as individuals, some respond so much better with one or the other it's just it's a balance so so yeah it's good to to be aware of that and thanks for kind of talking about that a little bit well you know and and there were two other terms that were used back then too and and that's shaping and chaining um and and uh i don't know i don't we're going to be going way deep if we go into shaping and chaining i think (laughs) but but it was something that we did and and basically chaining is putting a whole bunch of individual responses together to form a a sequence uh, right of ha- and what we did with chaining was we taught habits. In other words, you did a number of things every day, and they became a habit. They, and we wanted them done in a certain sequence in the sales process. So that's where where chaining came in. Um, but boy, boy, you're bringing back memories now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think it's a little daunting for some people. I think it seems kind of overwhelming and. And intimidating, but it is already in in, a, in in effect. And and because, like at SeaWorld, we would study this, and it was all in textbook terms, which were just so gobbledygooped. So basically, my goal has always been to take it out of the textbook terms and put it into layman terms. You know, because it's it's already working and doing, and we're using it. If the more we can understand and use it in user friendly terms and make it so much less mystifying and not get hung up in it, you know, but just think, how does this apply practically to my horse loading in a trailer, you know, per se? 
Well, then I'll do one more just because this is so much fun. And the other one I remember that we used to call extinction. I don't know if they still call it yes. extinction. Do they? And that's the one I remember the example being the rat who, who the rat keeps pushing on a lever to get a piece of food and keeps pushing on the lever. He figures out, you know, he keeps pushing on that lever. He's going to get uh, a food. He does that several times. And then he pushes on the lever again and no more food ever comes out. Well, the rat soon learns that I'm going to stop pushing on the lever because nothing would happen. Um, right. And that's sort of the extinction method where, where you reinforce it for a certain period of time and then you take it away. Well, they soon learn that they're not going to get anything for that anymore. Um, and they actually go through something called an extinction burst. Before they quit the criteria, they get almost manic about it. You know what I mean? Like they lever, 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 until they finally go, okay, now I quit. So it, it kind of accelerates through that process. And then, and then it goes away. Was that the same way with the mammals? If you if if you used extinction yes. on them at SeaWorld, it would happen the same way. They would get manic about it. Yes, and it's, it's same with the horses. You know, like a horse who it's worked to to buck people off. You know, let's say that sometimes when it's not working, like it, the reinforcement usually happened by now, and if they get somebody on who they can't get off, sometimes they give up quicker, but sometimes they just they try even harder. They just lose they, it. Yeah. Yeah, because they're thinking this has always worked, and now it's not working, you know, so they, they're raising their own criteria. But it's, you know, it's just part of the, the learning process. So I don't use extinction as a, a, a planned method, but sometimes it's already created, and you need to kind of let it go away. Instead, I like to use something, it technically is called differential reinforcement of an incompatible behavior. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you teaching, go. <laughs> teaching them to do something that they can't do the same. Like a horse who is in the stall and turns to kick you, you know, when you're in the stall. And then if you have a target, you make it more reinforcing. He can't touch the target in your hand and turn to kick you all at the same time. So he has to make a choice. Which one am I going to do? So if I can, I try and make it very clear, come over here and do this behavior um, so I give them something, I make it more reinforcing to do the constructive behavior, the thing that will help set us up for success. And then we're not so, going to get into avoidance learning either. We'll, we'll, we'll do that <laughs> a different time. <laughs> so, all right, this has been fun. What great fun. And as I oh, said, yeah. it did bring back memories, things I haven't thought about in years. It, it, and, you know, it must be so much fun for you, and we'll end on this, because it, it is always more fun to be a teacher. You know, I got pretty good at sales for a lot of years and made a lot of money doing it. And then when I, got, when I went into sales training, I realized you don't realize how much you do know until you start yeah. to teach other people. And, and, then, and then you become so much better by being a teacher than you ever were on your own. It, it is totally true. And then you kind of – I also find, though – I never stop learning either. You know, sometimes you go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Or, you know, somebody just wrote me a letter the other day and said, oh, I thought maybe this or this or this. And you're like, yes, that is so good. You know, I just love that. It's, I love the, the, the teaching. It's really awesome to see. It is fun. It is fun. All right. So they can find out more about you at AskShauna.com. And also, uh, if they want to listen to past tips that we have done together, we've done a number of them now, then go to Horse Tip Daily, and on the left-hand side, you'll find a drop-down menu with all of the experts listed there. Just look up Shauna, and you can find all of her tips in a row. You can go back and listen to them all at once if you like. And you could probably, if you were clever enough, cut me out, leave her in, and then you'll have a whole bunch of good tips right in a row. (laughs) Thank you, Shauna. Well, thanks for the tip, Shauna, and thanks, Glenn the Geek, for helping out. To listen to all of Shauna's tips... Just go to horsetipdaily.com, and on the left-hand side, you'll see an Experts tab. 
Just use the drop-down menu and you'll find Shauna's page. You can also find, get more information from Shauna by stopping by her Facebook page. Just search for Ask Shauna-On-Target Training. It's a great Facebook. It's very active. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page. Give us a like and let us know what you think of the shows. We need more friends. Please subscribe to the show through iTunes or Zoom and get the daily tips automatically downloaded to your iPod, your Zoom, or your MP3 player because they're great for listening to while on the road or cleaning stalls. And don't forget to check out all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network. Just go to horseradionetwork.com. Lots of great stuff over there. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.